0: Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today.
1: Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about, all from the comfort of your home, isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? cheryl
2: cheryl 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 cheryl
1: we've got a hot one today coming in hot (laughs) what does
2: that mean when people say that
1: coming in hot like your engine's so hot right you're in you're coming in fast because your engine's hot coming in hot (laughs) coming from you (laughs) coming in in hot we're real excited about this one tig today uh we cover a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. murder curb your enthusiasm I don't want you to spill it oh you're spilling it and we're not you haven't even started
2: well we talk about curb frequently because you're the main star of it right okay so right right wait Uh, you just accepted that that you're the main star of curb (laughs) (laughs) you didn't even (laughs) flinch you're just moving along that's right
1: that's right and uh and and by the way during this episode um i reach out to larry oh yeah we'll see yeah we'll see where do you hear this oh ladies and gentlemen, is this it (laughs) it? ladies and gentlemen welcome to long shot it all started when
2: tig and cheryl met in the mid 2000s hey nice to meet you tig i'm cheryl hines hi cheryl i'm tig notaro should we do a podcast about documentaries Yes, A podcast about documentaries Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly Furious frogs fiddling faintly Five furious frogs fiddling, faintly. I <laughs> fiddling, faintly I am the first ever podcast And Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps Let's get started I'm so ready Tig and Cheryl True story Cheryl Tig We're doing it again This is a really crazy good one, don't you think? I do think so. It's crazy and good enough to where uh when Stephanie and I were watching it, she turned to me with a look of Huh oh, geez. Wow <laughs> With a look of say what? Oh, no. <laughs> wow. wow. Did she and she she said all that with her eyeballs? <laughs> Oh, wow. I've never seen this. How many times have you seen it? Uh, this is my second time. Okay. And are you sad that you aren't in it? I was a
1: little. It was just like, wow, why? Uh, how come I'm not involved in this? But listen, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, right, right. Too. We're getting right. ahead of ourselves. Mm. What was it about? <laughs> are we just going into it? Yeah. Oh, this is where I get confused. <laughs> this
2: oh, is where I get confused.
1: <laughs> I really do.
2: Okay. I get confused very easily with Uh things that would surprise you like I I'm always surprised at how and I'm not calling you stupid right I'm just talking about my stupidity Mm -hmm. take this however you want personalize Mm -hmm. it in whatever way you do or don't Mm -hmm. want to but I have really really stupid ways about myself Mm. Where like I'm not good with certain patterns and I don't yeah. understand things where you think that I should Well there um, are
1: certain words that I will never uh remember how to spell, like tomorrow. I have
2: to look it up every time. I can. what is tomorrow's
1: what? is
2: tomorrow tomorrow comes easy for you. Oh yeah. Okay. Um but I ha- I do have to say that my son is kind of confused about when tomorrow is. Like oh. Yeah. Oh, did you think that I didn't know when tomorrow no, is? No, I understand that you know when tomorrow is, but <laughs> my, my son will say things like, oh, yeah, remember when uh, our friend Cheryl came to visit tomorrow? <laughs> so he gets yesterday and tomorrow confused, and it's pretty cute. I have a friend who,
1: he, English is not his first language, and for some reason he his definition of delicious is different Mm. than everyone else's and he'll say uh oh the air is delicious
2: you look delicious it's like ah okay i mean it sounds like he might have boundary issues
1: (laughs) no no he just he you know if he thinks something is very pleasing Uh uh-huh he thinks that's the definition of delicious so he finds you
2: very pleasing, it sounds like. Okay. <laughs> How do you know this man?
1: I'm not going to go into it. How okay,
2: this, no, do listen, you know this, this this man? Let's get to it. Okay. Tig. All right. Let's what is get, this about? This is a documentary. Oh, just launches right into... What do you mean? <laughs> just, you just asked me what it's about. I know, but then you launch into like serious Yeah. No, of, we have to get... People okay. are listening to this
1: for a reason.
2: People are, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what were the reasons?
1: <laughs> okay, today we are talking okay. about the documentary Long Shot. Mm-hmm. And let me just say this. Okay. It's slightly confusing because there's also a movie called Long Shot. And then it's sh- even more
2: confusing because this is a movie. Right. That's, that's right. <laughs> so there is a romantic comedy and this is not. This
1: is not. So no. if, so if, you're, if you just watch something with Charlize Theron in it.
2: Yeah, if you are a fan of this show and you've been watching documentaries up until this <laughs> point and then looked up the Charlize movie yeah. and thought we were discussing that this week, well, you're in luck because we are. <laughs> okay. All right, you guys. So if, if you've watched the
1: Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron Theron,
2: who people will be very pleased to know. Talk about please, delicious to know. <laughs> people will be very delicious to know that Stephanie and I took our little cubs to uh, the Ojai Inn mm-hmm. in Ojai, California, yeah. to spend a weekend. Yeah. And guess who is staying next door to our? Seth Rogen. Nope. Keep. Sh- Charlize Theron. Yes, that oh. too. <laughs> She was there with her kids. Was she delicious? Um, I have boundaries. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: okay. Well, I have boundaries too. Like just... she
2: walks past me and I turn to Stephanie and I'm like, well, hello, delicious. <laughs> I mean, if I had to
1: describe her, I might use the word delicious because she is, you know, she's, she's very pleasing.
2: Cheryl's coming out of the closet this episode. <laughs> and i'm going back in (laughs) okay listen okay please yeah today we're
1: talking about Mm -hmm. the documentary long shot
2: yeah so if you think it's the Charlize okay we've already gone through this (laughs) long shot is a 2017
1: 40 minute documentary this is a very short documentary
2: it's from 2017 yeah wow i thought it was
1: older no I don't need to be yelled at.
2: <laughs> it's about Juan
1: Catalan, a family man who was arrested on a murder charge. And from there, Catalong? Catalan's story <laughs> takes an unexpected turn. As I'm sure
2: the... he's flexible with the, the pronunciation of his last name <laughs> after everything he went through. I'm sure yeah, it's just this like, is the least of his cares? stories.
1: <laughs> um, it takes an une- unexpected turn. Now I feel like I'm... I'm spilling the beans in the, ver- the very first moment of this podcast. Okay, If you haven't seen this and you want
2: to... If you have seen Charlize's movie, <laughs> then nothing we down. say <laughs> will matter. But listen... And if you saw the correct movie, still nothing will matter. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh,
1: this documentary does have twists and turns. So if you haven't seen it and you want... To enjoy those surprises, then pause now. But if you don't care, then keep listening. Okay. So his story takes a turn as the hit HBO comedy, (laughs) Curb Your Enthusiasm, starring Cheryl Hines, suddenly becomes a crucial component of the case. And the documentary is directed by Jacob Lemondola. (laughs) Big fan. I don't know if I have the emphasis on the right syllable. Lemondola. Lemondola. Anyway. Again,
2: we have no fact checkers. And <laughs> it's it available on Netflix. All right, you please, know what let's... we could do? We hmm. could do an episode, which I think we should do, mm-hmm. about a, a doc that doesn't even exist. And we could oh. just make up stuff for an hour and we wouldn't lose listeners. Can I tell you I did that when I was in
1: school? I was supposed to do a book report. In Florida? In Florida, we have a very great public school system. In Florida, and I was supposed to read a book and then do an oral report, and I decided I'll just make up my own book. <laughs> it was it was really this wait. Book. Is it because you were too poor to get a book? <laughs> I was too lazy. I was too okay. lazy. And It was awful because it was about these sisters, and one of them had cancer, and. The other one was trying to raise money for her surgery and she learned how to play the guitar and she raised money for the surgery and the sister died. This is a terrible, is terrible. and my teacher called. I don't remember the name. I don't and my teacher was like, I have never heard of that book. And I said, Well, it's a sad one. How old were you? I was in high school. No. Yes,
2: Tig. Oh, okay. I wasn't see, a great
1: student. I wasn't See, a
2: I I have a similar but different story. Okay. One of my favorite childhood books was called Ribsy. Okay? Okay. Beverly Cleary. It's a, a book about a dog that was, you know. Had ribs? Well, was you know, he was skinny. Oh, 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 I see, I see. Yeah. So his name was Ribsy, and I love that book, Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the first year... In school, that I did a book report. I did it on Ribsy. Okay. And my passion for Ribsy really shined through in my book report. Excellent, my book yeah. report, my top-notch grade. Yeah. Well, you know what? What happened? Why not do it again the next year when there's a book report? Different teachers, <laughs> is so a different, turned, teacher? Is this a different, different te- okay. teacher, different year. Mm-hmm. Turned in another Ribsy book report. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? Uh uh-uh. uh. It kept going. Year after year, I would pull out the old Ribsy book report. <laughs> and and uh, finally, in seventh grade, my teacher <laughs> called me up to her desk and she said, um, Tig, Ribsy was not on the book list. Oh. And that's how much I did not listen in class. I didn't know right. there was a book list. Right. I was years beyond. When you could be turning in Ribsy, I mean, people were doing like a ten-page book. Yeah, well, it was more than that. But you know, people were doing like Anne Frank, and (laughs) you know, people people were
1: about the skinny dog.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, people people are like they're doing like 1984 and things like that. Yes, and I'm like, Ribsy was a nice dog. (laughs) my God. And okay. he had a pesky flea that he could never get <laughs> rid of. I think that was one of the chapters, was Ribsy and the Pesky Flea. Oh my God. <laughs> and, okay. And, okay. Tig, we have yeah. got to... Listen, people yeah, came... we don't
1: need to. People came for nobody's a Nobody's here. Shot, and we're going to give them a long Nobody's here. Shot. Okay. So the story is, like I said, there was this guy named Juan who was charged with murder...
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and arrested because there was an eyewitness that said they saw him at the crime. They mm-hmm. saw him do it. And they just went and arrested him, and that's where it begins, right? Mm-hmm. So he has this great attorney. How did he get that attorney? Do you remember? <laughs> Todd Melnick. Mm.
2: You know, with just 40 minutes in the film, you'd think that we would have caught everything. <laughs> Did you get up and get little snacks during? I, I, you know, it's just that
1: I can remember some things and not other things. Yeah. Do you want to hear? Should we listen to Ted, Todd Melnick? Sure. If Ted's there, we'll listen. <laughs> Ted or God. Todd. We are really off to the races. When I first met Juan, I was in a criminal defense practice as I had been for probably you know, 10 years. Naturally, I asked him about the facts of the case. I got this story (laughs) um, that I wasn't expecting. I didn't even know what the evidence was. I didn't know how many witnesses they claimed they had. I didn't know anything. I asked him, was the death penalty mentioned? Yes, death penalty was mentioned. I mean, I just had a gut feeling. There's just no way this kid could have committed a murder. I mean, it just seemed completely out of his character. And so I told him. I'm gonna get you out of here. Oh, Todd. Oh, I like his confidence. I know. A little bit cocky, but I like that in a an attorney. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people you want to be cocky. Like I had my um, I had a bunion removed, and Cheryl, the guy that did Cheryl, my we surgery. have
2: Cheryl, Cheryl, we have a good following, <laughs> and I don't want people throwing up and deleting their subscriptions.
1: I'm just saying saying, the guy that that did the doctor that did my surgery was very cocky and even before the surgery he's flipping through his phone, showing me pictures and just like don't of uh, people's feet (laughs) like before. How do you get a bunion?
2: I don't know that it's
1: listen, it could be that I was on my feet. Because I waitressed and bartended for so long. But what's
2: happening is like a toe going crooked or something. It's, you know, let's not. You're right. We're get. D- let's not get off
1: on it's disgusting. Bun- I'm just saying, some people you're happy when they're cocky, like lawyers,
2: doctors. You want a cocky bunion remover? <laughs> I really do. <laughs> you really do. You don't want somebody being like, "Hi, oh, yeah. Let me see. I think I probably get. I could probably get that off there. I'm gonna try. Yeah. I'll
1: yeah. It I'll try. give it. I'll give it. Sometimes yeah. it works. Yeah, yeah. You want the guy that's like you want to see some great Ooh, before and gross. afters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Don, Don, Todd Melnick, <laughs> Don Ted. <laughs> Were you calling him Ted before? No. Todd Melnick just believed that Juan was innocent. He uh. felt like he he couldn't have committed this murder which
2: i find Wait, really fast. Mm-hmm. Um have you not had other cocky doctors? Was it only the bunion removal <laughs> man? <laughs> he
1: was Cuz like only I, one I remember.
2: I mean, I I took uh, my kids well well one of my kids to an eye doctor um during the pandemic and uh, he's a pediatric is would that be it? Yeah, a pediatric that's right. eye doctor. Okay. And he uh was very very cocky and Mm. got my son's attention like my son was so scared to go to the doctor but he was very taken by this man who just like really sat down with a lot of confidence and talked to us with you know this hey I could get a bunion off of anything (laughs) kind of attitude you know and it's it's effective right you were like oh this is our person
1: Uh uh-huh yeah Yeah. we want to be yeah because you want the person that's like yeah no problem
2: I got it to the point where before the doctor's appointment, my son was terrified to go. And then after the appointment, he was so enamored with this man Aww. that when we were driving some place one day, he asked if so we could drive past the doctor's office so he could see the doctor's office again. That's cute. It was pretty cute. and That's so very sweet. We were nowhere near it, but we drove across to You did? That's so sweet. Well, we're nice
1: parents. It sounds like it. Yeah. My mom would have been like, um, no. We okay. don't have enough gas money. Exactly. That's right, Tig. Make fun
0: if you want, but that is right. Re- this episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution.
1: um okay so so Todd Melnick takes on this case, and he asks juan so so the reason they arrested Juan for this crime is because this girl sadly tragically was murdered, Martha Puebla, and she had testified in court um and Juan was in court because Juan's brother was being charged for something. And, mm-hmm. um, and Martha was in the courtroom, but she didn't even testify that day. But they mm-hmm. just decided, oh, somebody said they saw the guy. Mm-hmm. And then they sat down with a, an artist, the sketch artist. Mm-hmm. And the sketch artist drew a sketch, which, by the way... Could have been anyone. It, it, that could look like anybody. Yeah, I thought if, it was honestly, me. <laughs> if you had a mustache, it would look exactly like you.
2: Yeah, which, I mean... by the way, I do in this pandemic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's time for a laugh. <laughs> um, oh, God. Okay, so, yeah, when you watch the film, you're like, wow, I cannot believe that that's why they arrested him from a uh-huh. sketch. Yeah. And they have, like, they have a pic- pictures of eight different guys that look exactly like that sketch. Mm-hmm. So they arrest him. And Todd Melnick, you know, is trying to put the puzzle together of what happened that night. Where mm-hmm. was Juan that night? And where was he, Tig?
2: He was... Uh, I think I might have gotten snacks then. No, he oh. was at he was at a Dodgers game. Cheryl,
1: he was at a Dodgers game and
2: with his daughter,
1: with his six year old daughter. Yeah. Um. So Todd Melnick, the yeah. attorney, goes to Dodger Stadium. Says, "Can I look at all your footage?" He sees where they were sitting. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't clear enough. It was so grainy that you couldn't even make out the images enough. Right,
2: right. But, I mean, if you were wanting to let this guy off, you could definitely... Uh, That's how I felt in that moment Mm, of, I don't care how grainy it is, you can pretty much see that that's him and his daughter. You didn't feel that way? I mean, if you know roughly where he's sitting and then you see... This mustache man sitting next to a six year old at the Dodgers game. Uh, would well, you be there like
1: were, well, almost thirty thousand people there. I mean, if i if I was the opposing attorney, I'd say, of course, there's more than one person there with their six year old daughter. You know, how do we know that's him? Mm. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> he would be a great attorney. Mm. Oh no, cause. <laughs> just cuz i
2: rest my case. Yeah. Um so so Todd- I, Well, i'd be a cocky attorney. I'd be like, "Uh-huh. And you know what? I'll rip your bunions off right here and right
1: now." I think maybe we should I think maybe we should edit out the bunion stuff because you're right. No. don't Okay. Uh so so Todd is now talking to Juan, and he's like, "What else was going on that day? What do you remember about the the game?" Mm-hmm. And he, and Juan is remembering a lot of stuff, like the ninth inning is really mm-hmm. good. They stayed, you know. And was this not televised? This game? Yes, it was televised, but you know, uh but they're not going to have a close up of Juan and his uh, and his daughter. But,
2: well, you know, you just made the most um, just angry face at me. <laughs> What and does it, that have to do with anything? What did I tell you earlier? I what? don't understand things that I should. <laughs> okay? It's a surprise twist about how my brain works. Well,
1: it's, that's a fair question. So, Thank I mean, you. All of a sudden, you come around.
2: <laughs> I'm
1: sure this attorney looked through all the footage. I'm sure this is like the best he could come up with was the grainy, grainy footage.
2: Can you imagine going through that footage? No. At, at first, it would be like this and is a great idea. in slow motion, he, sa- yeah. he
1: did it in slow motion."
2: Right. And if I had the idea where I I thought, well, I'm going to look through the footage of the fans, I, I would at first think this is a great idea I've had. <laughs> and, and then, then about into it? a minute in, <laughs> a minute into slow motion, I would be like, "Ugh, I, can't. I don't care. I yeah. can't. You know, whatever I'd, happens, happens." Yeah.
1: You, I really hope I get arrested and you're my attorney because I would feel so confident. I'm not an attorney. Maybe you should be. I'm saying you've got skills. But can I tell you who the opposing uh, prosecutor, is that right? Opposing, pro- are they both prosecutors? No. Wow. No. No. So, so the prosecutor, mm-hmm.
2: she, her name was Beth Silverman and she had never lost a case. She was cocky. She could rip a bunion off of anyone anyone's <laughs> foot, that one. I'll tell you what. Watch he- your, hold on, your bunions, <laughs> you, oh, no, hold on to your bunions, folks. Please don't let this be about Let's bunions. I'm begging you. Is that a good catchphrase? Hold on to your bunions, folks. Don't let this be about. Let's put that on the mug. How about hold on to your bunions, folks? Oh no. Oh, Her- I know. When I Mm-mm. open my attorney, my law practice, I'll have an ad on a um on a bench. On a yeah. bus bench yeah. that'll be like, hold on to your bunions, folks. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you know what, Tig?
2: Yes? I don't
1: think you should mock my bunions or my talented doctor that removed one of them. I still have one.
2: <laughs> you do? <laughs> Why did you not <laughs> have the other because disgusting you don't, bunion removed?
1: You can't do them twice. You can't do them well, at the same time okay but when did you get the last bunion taken? oh off? gosh it was like eight years ago or something well yeah it's time I to I move know, but over I have, but when do you have time to be off of your feet you have so much time
2: <laughs> it shocks me what? and and you have an assistant you have any time i text and say hey can we move it to this day or this time you always write by. Yep, I'm free. Like within
1: 30 seconds. Yes, because I have nothing else going on. I'm like, yep, I can do. It. Let me look. Yeah, yeah, I can do yep. it. I can.
2: <laughs> There's not even time to look. I mean, as soon as I shoot a text, I'm like, hey, can can we do this in like blah 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 time this day? But listen, it's no an ele- it's, it's an
1: elective surgery, so it's like they It's during a pandemic, and they're not gonna, you know. Let's I guess it's stop. not a
2: priority, but before the pandemic, you could have gotten that I thing. Don't, I don't. Anyway, confidently ripped off your foot. <laughs> okay. So, you know what they called
1: Beth Silverman, the prosecutor hmm. who was accusing him of murder? Her nickname was Sniper. Ooh. Because she liked to pick people off with the death penalty. Yeah. So, she was calling for the death penalty for Juan.
2: Uh, you know, I hope she's listening right now. I'm sure she is. I'm yeah. Sure who is it? Name one person that's not listening right now. <laughs> Name one. Name one person that is not listening to this podcast.
1: <laughs>
2: laughing dog. No, you know what? I think Laughing Dog secretly got, listens. Came back mm-hmm. and then heard that we were talking about him. Mm-hmm. It's a him, right? It's got to be. I'm assuming there's no girl walking around calling herself Laughing, laughing dog. dog, so. Yeah, hello, laughing dog. We see you. <laughs> In fact, we have tracked your computer. We,
1: and we know exactly where you we, are. We know where
2: you live, and, and we, we know that, that you listen. listen to
1: every single. Episode. You
2: know what? Everyone at home right now, say hello, laughing dog. <laughs> Don't you look foolish, laughing dog?
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Back on track. So Todd Melnick, the attorney, is talking to Juan, and Juan says, I think they were shooting something in the stands that day because it was annoying. I couldn't sit down in my seat when I wanted to because they were
2: mm. there were cameras. And the best part of this part of the film that is not the Charlize Theron movie, the best part of this movie is that. It was at a time where nobody was familiar with curb Your Enthusiasm, <laughs> and they were just referring it referring to it as that show on h b o and just seeing Larry David walk through the aisles and people not freak out, he's yeah. basically just waving and thanking people, and yeah, so they
1: were shooting an episode of curb your Enthusiasm that day,
2: yeah, and uh. So,
1: Curb Your Enthusiasm started in uh, 2000, roughly. So, yeah, in 2003, they're mm-hmm. shooting an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and, and that's why they were shooting there that day. And, like you said, no, no Larry David's not even registering on people's <laughs> radar. It's just like, he, just, he's just walking around doing his lines, and people are like, sit down, we're trying to watch the game. Right. And they were using a very long lens. Mm hmm. Because they didn't want to disrupt and they didn't want to, you know, they were trying to do it as
2: probably cheaply, let's be honest. And Um, I know you tried to whisper there, but I still feel (laughs) like people heard you. Um, Now, Cheryl, Mm -hmm. you sent Larry a text earlier. Has he responded? Yeah, he has. Okay. What was your text
1: to him? I said, hey. We're recording a podcast with Tignataro doing Longshot. Would you like for me to read a text message for our listeners? Mm-hmm. And he said, "What's Longshot?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "The documentary Murder Curb." And he wrote back, "Ah, and that's it.
2: That's what we got. <sighs> so enjoy that." Can you now respond to Ah and say? No, there's nothing um, to say. Tig is wondering. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on, Tig is wondering oh if Ah means yes. You're thinking of something to say? No, he's
1: not going to respond to that. He's gonna. He believe me. He's moved on.
2: Listen, I don't think he's gonna respond to that. But it's still fun to T- send it. Tig to is you. wondering if that means by Ah you mean. Let me take a moment to think about my reply, and what I would like for you to share. This
1: is a long text. Well, this is getting, you know, it's
2: ridiculous. No, come on, our listeners uh, are on they, the edge of their they seats. Aren't. They not they want to hear about this documentary? Right, but Larry was a huge part of solving this case. Oh my gosh! All Whereas right. you weren't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, can you let's just talk about it while I type okay, it's not what is, at all interesting for Nobody thought it was. <laughs> okay, where are you in the text?
2: Oh gosh. Dearest Larry Tig is wondering if by uh, if uh, by awe uh, you mean let me take a moment to think about oh, my, God. my reply for your audience. Okay. Perfect.
1: The so then Todd Melnick. Should we yeah. just call him Todd or Mr. Melnick? No, Todd. It doesn't matter. Um Todd The male attorney. Todd, yeah, the male attorney, Todd contacts Curb Your Enthusiasm and, and tells him the situation and asks, could he sit down and watch all of the raw footage? Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, Larry said yes, because Larry is very locked down. I mean, he is locked down about the, there are no scripts, it's all improvised, but, they, but there are story outlines. You know, I have to sign papers saying I won't tell anybody. I have to The first three years of shooting Curb, I didn't even see the story outlines. I would just go to work and ask what we're doing.
2: <laughs> I would be like, what so is this scene about? that brings me to this new season of Curb. Can you tell us what? <laughs> okay. So he goes through all the footage, mm-hmm.
1: and lo and behold, he finds Juan and his daughter.
2: Mm-hmm. Very clear Footage Clear footage. Clear Of them coming back from getting snacks or going yes, to the bathroom. It's them. I'm telling you, this documentary <sighs> is a gigantic commercial for that male attorney. Oh, my God. For Todd. Well, now you're calling him Todd? You can call him the male attorney. I like to call him Todd. I feel okay. like I'm,
1: I've said it enough now that I feel very comfortable with it. Mm. Cocky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now, mm-hmm. Beth Silverman
2: Ugh, the sniper I mean,
1: sniper yeah, is like, well, what time is he at Dodger Stadium?" And then the time you know there are time stamps on raw footage. It tells you exactly what time of day it is. and the murder was committed after that game, so the sniper was like, "Hey, he could have gone and done it after right. And um then they started having to figure out, you know how to prove that it wasn't him and and then they started looking at phone calls that ping Mm -hmm. on the towers yeah which by the way makes you think don't you think it's a good idea to just like text or call somebody every so often in case you're ever accused of murder and it's like well i i texted tig at two in the morning so i couldn't have been there
2: (laughs) (laughs) i (laughs) guess Well, I mean, Did if you're ever... texting me at 2 in the morning to ensure that you're not yeah, accused falsely of accused, then yeah. it seems like maybe you're guilty of something. <laughs> I'm just I saying... mean, that's like the behavior of a, a psychopath. If I was like, oh, my alarm's going off. I'm like, I have to text Cheryl. <laughs> I so what would the text be at 2 in the morning? It would just be... Just checking in in case I'm accused of murder. Yeah, just like you up.
1: That type of thing. And then if you are up, we could talk. And then if you're not, just let it, let it
2: lie. You know what I mean? You don't have to answer. It just needs a ping. No matter what time of day I get a text, mm-hmm. or no matter what time of day Stephanie gets a text, mm-hmm. we both always say, um, who's, who's texting you at this hour? Oh. <laughs> Even if it's like 11 in the afternoon. Yeah. That's right. A- like 11 story. in the morning. Okay. Eleven is not afternoon. <laughs> okay. It's right before noon. We are really not getting along in this. No, we have a lot. I feel of... like you started with an attitude. I feel like you've had an attitude recently. Well, like I'm, you're I'm... too good for. Uh, <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to get us... like you. St- you've, I feel like you've started to take this podcast very seriously,
1: and you have
2: your little outline, and you really want to yeah. get through all the yes. beats, and you yes. want
1: people. I've listened to some of these podcasts, and sometimes I'm listening and I'm thinking we've gone for 40 minutes without
2: even talking about the documentary that's why people tune in people (laughs) feel like the less about the doc the better they don't not everybody feels that way laughing dog it's you and laughing dog taking this so seriously listen this is a very serious
1: uh, story
2: okay it, you know, it's really funny is to think back on like our first five episodes where we really weren't. We were trying fun- to, d- to We, we were trying on the documentary. To- we were trying to remember things from the documentary. Uh, so to go back and listen to that now, especially for us or our, our listeners that have really gotten accustomed to the nonsense. Mm-hmm. If you really want a hearty laugh, go back and listen to the sincerity mm-hmm. of the early episodes just before metallica i would say yeah we were really trying like tiger king
1: like i'm sure we were oh yeah we were were,
2: we were were trying talking about it in a
1: serious way oh yeah it is so funny you know what have you ever watched the show locked up no oh about prisoners i mean i gathered (laughs) (laughs) i really like the show locked up and what's interesting is All the prisoners say that they're not guilty. Of course. So it's just fascinating that Juan would tell Todd, I'm not guilty. And Todd would believe him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And he believed him in a very sincere way. Yeah. Anyway, I would make a terrible attorney because I would be like, oh, you didn't do it? Okay.
2: I know there's some people where they just seem really sketchy and obviously lying about things. And I think as you get older, you start to learn certain telltale signs and tricks right, that people have. Right. But there are people, I feel like where you can really kind of tell is the moments that they share where you go, oh, right, they're thinking in those terms or from that angle because they're innocent. Right. Like in this one, because w- when... One of them said, I don't
1: know if it was the sniper, but said Juan didn't even know where he was on the 12th of blah, blah, blah. And Juan, when you they talked to him, he said, well, how would you remember that specific date? Right. You know, I had to go back and think about where I was and what I was doing. Right. But yeah, you're right. If he was a murderer... He would be like, oh, that night I drove through Burger King and then I went home. I sat down for 10 minutes and then I went and got something, you know, and the murderers
2: really like... Go to Burger King.
1: <laughs> that wasn't the moral of the story, but they do over elaborate with, you know, lots of details.
2: He also had a lot of emotion in him. <gasps>
1: because they brought up his six-year-old daughter to the stand. Yeah, to
2: talk about what happened and that I just felt for him, knowing he was innocent and knowing that his child is seeing him in this—I know—position. It's just humiliating. Humiliating. You just you get the feeling that this was a decent man. Yeah, and I would just you know believe it or not, I like to think that I'm a pretty decent person, and I would be devastated for my child to see me um, I can't can't imagine falsely accused of something
1: it's unimaginable and it was really sad too when Juan was saying when he was in jail and he clearly knew he didn't do it I thought it was very telling that he thought I know people get exonerated but a lot of times it's 20 years or 30 Mm -hmm. years later yeah which also sounds like someone who's innocent right someone who's like well I might be in here for 20 years before they figure out that I'm innocent Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm you know that's what
2: I mean those kind of little Mm -hmm. insights I think tell more than anything else
1: Mm mm-hmm so anyway so to make a long story yeah actually it's not a long story it's a 40-minute story which is it's actually a long shot good night everybody well you going to bed (laughs) By the way, I want you to know that Larry has not texted back, just as I said he wouldn't.
2: Well, then here's a, here's another text to send yeah. to Nope, saying, I'm not going dear to Dear Larry. Nope. Mm-mm. Which, by the way, that's how my stepfather texts. Dear, dear Tig. <laughs> yes. That's
1: how my, when my mom calls, she goes, hey, Cheryl, it's your mama.
2: I'm like, okay, thank you. Make for room for that. mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my stepfather's like, dear Tig. Um, I received the painting of the boys and I'll cherish it for the rest of my Mm -hmm. life. Love, Rick.
1: Aw, that's very sweet. It's very sweet. Otherwise, you would have no idea
2: who that was from. No idea, especially looking at his name in my... In your contacts.
1: So, oh, I thought this was
2: very interesting, too.
1: So, the judge... This woman, who was
2: the judge, Lee uh, Leslie Dunn. I liked her. Yeah, I liked her. Yeah, and you know what? Leslie yeah. was done with this. Thank hey. you. Good night. I'm going to bed too.
1: <laughs> oh, oh God. Okay, Judge Leslie Dunn. You know she was listening to all all of this, and she said she wa- she wanted to take the interrogation tapes home. Of Juan when he was interrogated, mm-hmm. and what I thought was kind of funny mm-hmm. that she listened to listen st- to him with her, with her, kid. her kids. Like, yeah. how old were her kids? You know what I mean? Like, why <laughs> do the kids need to
2: chime in? <laughs> right, and and that's who's making decisions. <laughs> this guy- Well, this is a very hard case, so I'm going to run it past my children, <laughs> and, and then we will <laughs> resume. On Monday, after the kids have been able to listen to all the facts of the case. It, it was a little bit odd. Right? Oh, it was so odd, but I still liked her. I did too. Because to be fair, I think I'd ask Max and Finn. I trust them. <laughs> How old are they? Four. They're four and a half, but you know, they were they performing surgery and... on Papa Grande today. So Papa Grande? What is that? That's their grandfather. Uh, oh, I thought that was like some fast food. <laughs> it's like a, a burrito. I think it a burrito. <laughs> it's a drive-thru burrito. <laughs> yeah. Two papa grandes. <laughs> but yeah, they were uh they were performing surgery on Papa Grande so they this morning. Know. They're so they, they just they're pretty advanced.
1: Okay. So yeah, you would run it by them. Oh, for sure. So she listened to everything and she decided Juan was innocent. She and her kids decided. (laughs) And there was no way that he could have committed this murder. And so
2: I just picture her bringing these tapes home and that she has like (laughs) lazy teenagers that are lounging on couches, chomping on gum. Just like, yeah, this guy's a tool, you know,
1: in my mind, they were like seven and eight
2: Uh and
1: they're all eating like macaroni and cheese and fish (laughs) sticks. And she's like, no, no, listen to this part.
2: And the kids are like, what are we living? I'm picturing mac and cheese and fish sticks, but in like that teenager, eating you out of house and home type of situation. Where <laughs> just like piles
1: of it on just the Just bags
2: of Doritos <laughs> and like a lot of acne. and um...
1: Deciding who's going to live <laughs> yeah. and who's going to die. Right. Oh, but anyway, the good news is, sadly, six months later,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Juan got out of prison yeah, but thankfully he got out. He got out, and let me ask you this. And I'm not, I'm not making a judgment. I'm not just saying. I'm not. Sounds like you're about to make a judgment. <laughs> There's something about, you know, when people hug and they're excited to hug, and it's usually like a guy and a girl, and and the guy like picks up the girl and spins her around.
2: Well, I've seen it happen.
1: Right, like on. I don't oh, have a huge that's never history. Never happened to you? No, of course has not. Never happened
2: to you? Look at me. It's what you're tiny. It's not like actually. Can you know pick what? You I dated this girl <laughs> that was uh, six feet tall, oh. and we were uh, living in New York for yeah. a brief time. She was doing a play, and mm-hmm. I was doing a comedy job, and she used to pick me up <laughs> and carry me on her hip. <laughs> like a baby yes Mm -hmm. and walk that's not cute i don't like the story i don't like the story i don't even (laughs) want to
1: just thinking about you like that just it's it's so disturbing it's so so just you know what that is like when grown-ups dress like babies for halloween in a diaper i can't bear okay but she and i
2: were laughing hysterically while she was doing it (laughs) Mm -mm. okay I was just saying, when
1: he got out of prison mm-hmm. and Juan was so grateful to Todd, when they hugged, Juan picked him up and spun him around. Oh, and right. And I just thought, um, is that emasculating? <laughs> or, is, or don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Todd just like, he just saved his life. I mean, don't emasculate him in front of in front of everybody
2: (laughs) no did you feel that or that was just me i think that's you from like Mm. the straight identifying Mm. world where Mm.
1: you know i'm not i'm not um fluid enough Uh uh-huh so a guy listen if a guy wants to pick up and troll another guy around that's yeah of course he should be able to do that but i'm just saying if you're not romantically linked, <laughs> if you're not romantically linked.
2: You know what I mean? It's like. I mean, even pos- if you. <laughs> if it- Possibly a lot of women who are out on a date with their handsome husband in a suit wouldn't be psyched to turn and find <laughs> another man <laughs> picking up their husband and twirling him. <laughs> well, I mean, you're like, right. uh, honey. It's just like, put my husband down <laughs> so I can still be attracted to
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, But listen, it was a, it's a great, it is a great, st- oh, and then also he got a settlement. Mm-hmm. Juan got a settlement.
2: Like what, 300000 Three, Yeah, $320,000. I wonder what he did. Juan, if you are listening and we know he is. DMS. Will you write in and let us know what you did with that cash? Yeah. But it was, did you love this story? I did. I loved this story. And like I said, at one point, Stephanie did turn to me like,
0: (laughs) Elsa!
1: I mean, at the idea of somebody was put in prison and could have been Uh, given the death penalty without anybody without anybody giving it a second thought
2: yeah it really makes you it keeps you mindful of those that are wrongfully accused and yeah and you really get to see inside the world and the person and the family and the life of somebody who is so wrongfully accused and you can't rely on a TV show to get you off the hook. So make sure to text your friends in the middle of the night. All the time. Yeah. Text or call. Mm-hmm. Ping would you prefer, it. Would you prefer that I call? I prefer text. Okay.
1: Because then if, I, if I'm awake I, and if I'm not, I don't need you calling. What about during the
2: day? Um, oh, you don't need me calling during the day? <laughs> I, don't need, I don't need you calling me just for a ping. Right, but how do you feel when I just call you normally? Oh, yeah, if you have something to say. (laughs) (laughs) What if I'm just
1: calling? If you're just calling to say hi. If you're just calling to say hi, that's also okay. But if you're just calling to prove that you're innocent of a murder
2: accusation. Then I clearly murdered someone. you should text. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Okay, um. Since we didn't hear from Larry by text, we're mm-hmm. excited to share that he did call in to the show. No, he didn't. Oh No, this is from the documentary. Maybe, I don't know, every few years somebody will bring it up or something and I'll tell the story. Maybe I'll tell it at a party, how I uh, got a guy off from murder, you know.
1: Um, impress a date with it. I, I don't know. He's got a cute voice. Doesn't he have a cute voice? Nope um wow you don't think he, you don't you don't find his voice attractive
2: <laughs> i mean it's not really what i'm looking for in a voice <laughs>
1: what are you looking for um female voices oh god that again okay uh so that's our that's our story i think it's time to move on to our final segment uh-huh shall we yep it's time for a happily ever after thoughts where yep. we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary
2: Were you attracted to anyone? Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. This
1: is so stupid. But I
2: have to be honest. I'm always yeah. so excited to get to this part. <laughs> yeah. Well, it. Listen, no. I. <laughs> It depends on what you call it. It depends on how we define it. And it's so stupid because when you think of our first five episodes, we never would have ended our show with who were you attracted to. No. Okay, so who were you attracted to?
1: Well, I mean, if the question is, if we're all going to die in 20 minutes, you know, I would... I would want to make out with Larry David.
2: Did you have that feeling? Wow! <laughs> no. So do you? You have a thing for Larry David? Well, I do love Larry. Right.
1: I, mean, I but, don't. Uh, but I'm just saying. But if I, but Cheryl. if the definition is, if the definition of attracted to is someone that you want to be stuck in the elevator with, that would be Todd. Oh, okay. Well, how about how about you? Um, Juan. Oh, yeah, he was, I know, he was very cute.
2: Now, wait a minute. Yeah? So you have a thing for Larry David.
1: It's not a thing. I have a. I have a love for him. If the world was ending, yeah. You know what I mean? The world is ending.
2: <laughs> it's ending fast. <laughs> okay, who would you want to have dinner with? Larry David. Oh. Just because he
1: has a cute voice. Now you're mocking me. He does have a cute voice. Yeah. And he is interesting. He's yeah. fun. But know. You, know, you don't want to be stuck in an elevator with him because he's very neurotic and all you would hear is him complain until they fix the elevator.
2: Right. Well, doesn't he complain even before the elevator is broken? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You can't, You know, you don't want to be stuck there for a long time. I think I would like to have dinner with Todd.
2: hmm
1: I mean, he's a, he seems pretty... Uh, Fantastic, don't you think?
2: Yeah, I liked him for sure. Or
1: ju- or Judge Dunn.
2: Oh yeah. Or mm. her kids. That's <laughs> <laughs> to make, I would have dinner with Judge Dunn's kids. Yeah, they're very smart, wise yeah. people. And find out who they threw the book at previously. <laughs> and Cheryl, did you cry? I did not. Okay. I got choked up a little when
1: uh-huh. when the daughter was testifying and he and Juan was really crying it was just so emotional did you cry I did not but it was joyful there were moments of joy that I almost cried yeah Mm -hmm. where I almost cried yeah oh I'm surprised that you didn't cry why I don't know it seems like you like to cry
2: (laughs) (laughs) I like to cry I love it I'm gonna go sit in my little cry room. <laughs> oh, I can't get that image of you being
1: carried around like a baby. I don't like it. I can't. This Wait, is be- here's
2: you know why you're having trouble with it. Hmm. I know. Exa- I've realized now why you're having trouble. Why? Because you find it emasculating for me. <laughs> it is. That is true.
1: <laughs> that is true. I'm realizing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine if you were an attorney and and you, and your client walked by and you were being carried around wait, on
2: somebody's hip. I'm like, not an attorney, <laughs> but but why do you see me in such a way that you find it emasculating?
1: Whereas if I guess I I look up to you and think that you, you look
2: up to me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Are do you, not are you crying? <laughs> no. You do not look up to me. wow. Well, I mean, I mean, in a way, you know, in a way that's like, oh, here's a person who's sure of themselves. they know where they stand in the world. And that person, I don't think would be somebody who would let somebody else carry them on their hip down in in the middle of Manhattan for, for silliness sakes,
2: not Mm-mm. because I'm no, like, no, I don't want to walk. <laughs> It's for silliness' sake. It's... I don't like it. Okay. okay. No. Wow. We agree
1: to disagree. We agree. <laughs> we agree to disagree. You don't think it's emasculating? Oh, well, I have a surprise for you. I'm female. <laughs> well, all these years later, you, listen. You've got a little. You've got a little in you. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not breaking news here, am I?
2: I got a little what? <laughs> you got a little you've got a little masculine flair okay now if you saw somebody if i if you saw me carrying rachel on my hip i also would not like that (laughs) i
1: don't think i don't who could i carry
2: on my nobody
1: not an adult adults should once again adults shouldn't be carried that way and they shouldn't wear diapers on halloween ever this shouldn't happen
2: These are things. These are things that should never happen. I, I love how you <laughs> do not <laughs> like it if an adult. What about if you're having serious medical problems and you're an adult and you end up in a diaper, which I have? Well, get put something on over your diaper. <laughs> I mean, don't walk
1: around the house in just a diaper. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's
2: like it's okay if you One have to do. One of those little it. diaper covers where you snap. <laughs> Like no, the,
1: like a. I would rather somebody walk like around a, a onesie, with
2: a, a kilt. So what I if called. I was wearing a diaper and a onesie and I toddled like a baby okay. like this mm-hmm. over to you? I would not acknowledge you.
1: <laughs> I would not even. I would not even acknowledge you because then I feel like I would be, you know, fueling the fire, and you'd keep doing it more if I gave you any sort of, you know, feedback. Should we do true fan mail? I would love to, please, yes. So today this is from OB185XYXY, Mm -hmm. and the subject matter is don't listen while brushing your teeth. I've listened to this while doing many things, but yesterday was the first time I had, I had it on while I was brushing my teeth. I was trying so hard not to laugh, but couldn't keep myself from smiling. Every time my stupid face gave in, my electric toothbrush wildly sprayed toothpaste and spit across my bathroom. I've got quite a mess on my hands now. Do not listen while you're brushing your teeth. You are not strong enough. This
2: show's good. This show is good. <laughs> now, this is not us trying to encourage people to not brush their teeth. Right. Right everybody should do you floss i floss a lot do you yeah i floss once often twice a day yeah you know what i i think about a lot with Hmm. you and your teeth Hmm. was Mm -hmm. the time (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah they're big you know how you have those weird thoughts that just enter your mind regularly and one of Mm -hmm. them is your teeth (laughs) <laughs> and about how somebody asked if yours were fake, and you're like, why would I get teeth this big? <laughs> if, I was, if I was ordering teeth, like, why would I go this big? You know what I mean? Extra it's, large. Like,
1: <laughs> like, I would dial it down a little. Well, yeah, I like that people, people are always like, yeah, why did you get such big teeth? It's like, I didn't order these. <laughs> uh, <sighs> shoot. Okay. um that's it great that's it well my
2: um my Mm -mm.
1: uh Mm -mm. what i don't say your
2: book yeah my book uh i'm just a person and then also check out out? now 2015 but also one mississippi on amazon great series okay are we doing this again you know i was in
1: a movie called nine lives Uh uh-huh where you were a cat no, I was an ex-wife, but once again, I told you, Christopher Walken was the only person that could talk to the cat. Oh, right. Right. Oh, Tig, uh, Larry just replied. What did he say? He said, it meant, oh, that. See? Said, yeah, I told you. That was worth what, it. No, I said, I, don't, don't text him. He's not he I'm glad, not we, did I'm oh, glad we did that.
2: I'm glad <laughs> we well, did
1: that. We are once again going to agree to disagree. Should we do it again? Yes. Yeah, let's do it again.
2: All right. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Tig Notaro, and Cheryl Hines. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willette. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette, with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really. Really appreciate the reviews. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl, true story at gmail.com. And next week we will be talking about framing Britney Spears.
0: That was a
1: headgum podcast.